Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. England have been drawn alongside uh, Uruguay, Costa Rica and Italy. Oh, fuck it. Do I not like that? Hello and welcome to this week's Man of the Post podcast. I'm producer Ross and joining me as always is Adam, Tom, Greg and Colin. Say hello guys. Hi there. Hello. Hello. Evening. Had a good week, chaps? No. No? Really? No. no. You got paid for an exam, Adam, didn't you? Yeah, but there's two that I didn't get paid for. Oh, no, fair enough. What's wrong with your week, Tom? Working? Yeah, it wasn't the best few shifts. Two shifts. <laughs> I said few shifts. Ah, okay. <laughs> Definitely more than two. Greg, what's up with your week? I've had a cough and writing a dissertation. Not a good mix. <laughs> it's been a rubbish week. Colin, how are you? Yeah, my week's been all right, actually. Compared <laughs> to everybody else's, so yeah, good. Good. Good, good. Right, well, let's uh, kick off then, shall we, with uh, the World Cup. FIFA World Cup 2014. The draw's been announced, and England are playing in the rainforest is the main headline I think the world has taken away from this. Uh, any of the groups really stand out to anyone? Group B is my particular favourite. Spain, Holland, Spain, Chile, Chile and Holland. Yeah, there's going to be some good games in there. Poor Australia. Oh, no. <laughs> they go and move to Asia to try and make it easy for themselves <laughs> and this is what they get. Yeah. France got a plum draw, didn't they? They did, yeah. Although, Colombia uh, got a pretty decent group as well. Colombia, yeah. <clears throat> Great well, Ivory Coast and Japan. No, I'd say that Colombia have got a quite a a difficult draw. They've got Japan, haven't they? And yeah, someone else. Ivory Coast um, and is, Greece. Is this, the, this is the same Japan you tipped to be an outsider to win it, isn't it? Yeah, Greg? they're, they're going to do it. <laughs> well, Greece just now is playing international football, aren't they? They just Greece yeah. win one nil every game, won't they? Yeah. <laughs> Ivory Coast might win a game if yeah. Savino turns up. <laughs> Japan, you know, never know. They could win it. They're that good. So, <laughs> Many <not>. are saying. <laughs> that's, a, uh, that's, that's quite a good group. The worst group is good. Is Germany, Germany, Portugal, Ghana, and America. Is that the group of death? No, is that group D? <laughs> yeah, group D. Uruguay. I don't know. I'd still, to... I'd rather be in our position than Australia's. Well, we're, yeah. we're not in Asia. At least, can't be at least just... we've got Costa Rica. <laughs> yeah. I actually don't think we're in that bad of a position. We could feasibly finish second because Italy starts slow, don't they? And this isn't the, the, I, this isn't the same Uruguay team. They've been awful for the last 12 months. They're going to rely on Suarez and Cavani, aren't they? If you Suarez look, will be banned by then. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or... But, it, actually, if we sort it out properly and try and sort some sort of conviction out for that biting, <laughs> just say it. Don't, just don't let him leave the country. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, well, so um, I saw someone on uh, Twitter the other day is already earmarked when uh, um, Sunderland play um, Liverpool just to start Lee Catamore. <laughs> just, just go on, Lee. Do, do your thing. Do your duty to England. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're, I think you've you've got his name wrong. You mean Sir Lee Catamore. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think to this, uh, Colin? Team England, are you happy with this draw? I, th- I think, to be honest, it's. Uh, I like to defend England, but this is a horror show of a draw. <laughs> um, I, I don't think England have got one top seed in there. I think they've got two, in Uruguay and Italy. Mm. Um, I don't like playing Italy at all. The only saving grace might be the, the the Amazon rainforest, which is going to affect both of us. Um, and I think a lot of people are expecting Costa Rica to be whipping boys, and I don't think they will be. I think they're going to take some points. Um, so I guess it it depends on whether your, your glass is half full or half empty. 
But, you know, a, a loss in the first match against Italy could could be the end for England after the first match. But uh, if England could get a draw there, and I think a draw would suit both teams, then you could argue that, you know, if you're positive, England do have a chance of getting out of it. But it's going to be a tough ask, I think. I just think that apart from Switzerland, Uruguay are going to be. Can, uh, we, we're not a top seed. Uruguay are the next seed that you'd probably want. Yeah. Yeah. So, so they're not the strongest, especially defensively. In that respect, in that respect, there's six other teams who would have been much worse to have in our group, but we don't have to play. Yeah. Argentina have got a very nice group, haven't they? Bosnia, Iran, and Nigeria. Bosnia scoring goals for fun in qualifying, though. You never know. Could be a surprise package. Mm. Belgium have got the easiest group. Algeria. Yeah, a Russia. country mile. And South Korea. <laughs> Remember, Russia have just, they've changed their league system. They've just come off the back of a, well, by the World Cup comes around, they would have come off the back of an 18 month, uh, 18 month season. <laughs> well planned out. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And I think, all, I think all in all, we've just, if we've learned anything, it's that we're, we're more likely to win it now than we ever were. And... <laughs> 33 to 1 currently. Get on it. I've... Yeah. <laughs> I think the bookie said that come and get the greatest odds England have ever been given for a World Cup. <laughs> I still think that the, the value is probably even more so is Spain now because Spain's draw saw them go out. Mm. And, and so did Germany. So, I, yeah, I, Germany. Were, you there? Yeah. Mm. There's going to be some big teams that go out in the group stages. Some some massive teams, and I think it's it's going to be a really interesting World Cup. And I, you know, I think it's going to be a lot of small teams. Well, that sounds harsh, isn't it? But lesser known nations that are going to make it through. Jolly um, England are over here. <laughs> Like France, Colin, yeah? <laughs> well, France, crikey. They've had it all their own way, haven't they? Yeah, but you know what France is like. They could be hilariously bad or win the whole thing. That is if true. If Patrice Evra goes, then anything can happen. <laughs> exactly. Let's hope for hilariously bad. Just for entertainment value. Uh, should we talk about some Premier League football then? There's been a shit load of games this week. I think it's the best way to describe it. <laughs> you mean shed load? Uh, yes, oh, we're an explicit <laughs> show. Shitload. <laughs> uh, we'll start with uh, Tuesday night football. Crystal Palace beat West Ham. Tony Pulis effect. It's working already. It's a fantastic effect, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's move on to Wednesday's games. As a fixture list. And we're going to start at the uh, Theatre of Dreams, where Everton got one no win. Powered in inspired form for a lot of this. Just, just brilliant. <laughs> How does it feel, Adam? How does it feel <laughs> after all that all that time of hurt? Moy's never been able to get a result <laughs> against Manchester United, and then no, no, it wasn't that he couldn't get it wasn't that he couldn't get a result against Manchester United. He couldn't get a result at Old Trafford, and yeah. he still can't. And he's still struggling for him. <laughs> um, yeah, it did feel good. Was, uh, from what I saw on match today, it was quite a back to the back to the wall victory. You know, had a lot of uh, a lot of attempts on goal. Um, I, I, I through some unknown means, I happened to watch the game. <laughs> um, no, I don't think that I don't think that was true. I think we had that. If that was the way I way it was shown, I didn't watch the game when it was on match of the day, but no. I, I felt that we were well and truly in the game. Well, it was a very good win, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, yeah. Uh, let's go to Anfield. Uh, Luis Suarez scored four against his favourite like, opponents. Yeah, he likes playing Norwich. John Ruddy <laughs> must have nightmares. Yeah, I think uh, what chance of him playing for England against Uruguay? Probably zero. <laughs> Even if all the other keepers are injured. <laughs> Just think Phil Jagielka yeah, uh, first half hat trick in the space of 20 minutes, and then he got another one in the second half, and Raheem Sterling rounded it off for the, the fifth. You see, on um, um, I think it was I think it was Phil Thompson doing the game on um, on Sky Sports. 
said after he scored a hat trick, there was a free kick and he didn't take it. And Phil Thompson claimed that he should have been booked for not taking the free <laughs> kick. <laughs> uh, he's played five games against Norwich, scored eleven goals. Not bad. I, li- I liked the the joke on Football Weekly where um, Barry Glendon said he scored a hat trick of hat tricks. <laughs> now he's allowed to keep them. <laughs> Yeah, there is now. No one else can take him away. He's the first player ever to do that, isn't he, in the Premier League? Score three hat-tricks against the same opponent. Oh, is he? Look at that. Stat man. Stolen the stat from Adam. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What else happened on Wednesday night? Uh, Man City beat West Brom 3-2. Quite an entertaining game. Uh, Aguero got one. Uh, Yaya Torre with two. Pantel one with an own goal, Colin. You must have been happy to see that. No, I don't, I don't bear him any <laughs> ill grudge at all. Um, well, that's just a lie. <laughs> I, I just, I'm just a big fan of England's number one, Joe Hart. <laughs> Fair enough. Chelsea had a fun midweek, didn't they? Losing 4-3 away to Sunderland. Uh, beating Sunderland 4-3, sorry. I was going to say, you watched a different game to the one I did. Yeah. Uh, Phil Barsley had a great game. Good uh, two minutes, anyway. Yeah, and keeping gold. it, keeping it interesting. <laughs> After Paolo Di Canio spent all his time calling him a joke, and he's he proved he's... him right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know why he touched the ball. Just leave it. It's going out for a throw-in from that shot. But st- I, I think the pa- the the Man City own goal is better. Um, mm. Kolarov just passes it into Pantelimon, who's lying on the floor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If I was there getting that 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 given against me, I'd be furious. Trying to, I'd definitely be going. No, that's definitely Kolarov's own goal. <laughs> yeah. Like in cricket, when there's a run out, they give it to the guy who throws the ball, not the person who whips the bails off. <laughs> uh, so Anton suffered a uh, quite a shock loss at home to Aston Villa. Gabriel Bon Lahore opened the score, and, and uh, Fabian Delph, who Greg, you said he's been quite good this season, hasn't he? Just, if you keep an eye on him, he's going about his business quite nicely for Villa. Mm. And, then, and then even in, we'll probably move on to it, but even in today's um, game against Fulham, they lost 2-0, but he was their outstanding player. And the goal he scored on Wednesday night was a bit special. Yeah, he is a special player. We saw glimpses of it in his early days at Leeds, didn't we, Colin? Yeah, I mean, what, what blighted him was uh, was his injury. Mm. Um, early injury when he joined uh, Aston Villa, but now he's he's sort of he's quietly going under the radar. Um, he's, he's he's a good player. We always knew he was a good player, Ross, when he came out of the academy. Um, mm. Do we get him on the plane, Colin? Get him on that plane. I think it's too early for him. I think it's too early for him. It's not, too, it's not too early. He's just not good enough. <laughs> I, th- I think he's in that batch together with. Uh, Raheem Sterling, Ravel Morrison, where perhaps you might have to look at them in another sort of two or four years' time. Um, but if, it, if, you, if, play... you take, if you take Morrison out of there, I agree with you. He's in that batch of players who just aren't good enough. <laughs> I don't know. I prefer him over Tom Cleverley. At least he does something on the pitch. I know you like Tom Cleverley, Adam, but... Yeah, leave alone. <laughs> I'm not having it. Um, anything else from midweek? Swansea? I thought, just to go back to that, I, I didn't think it was that surprising, the Southampton game. I think that they, they're maybe going to struggle a little bit defensively now while um, Porch is out with a broken hand. Yeah, that Gazaniga is not a very good goalkeeper. Because I, I did think that the goalkeeper should have done better. Yeah. With the Delft one? No, not with the Delft Well, No one would have saved that. <laughs> maybe the other one, because it was headed straight at him. The one that was headed straight at him, especially. And I, kind I think... Of... Yeah, it was about a yard away though. <laughs> it was point blank. But he, no, but he got something to it. That's the, I don't think it was quite point blank, and he got something to it, which is even more disappointing. Pochettino said it's the type of game you lose maybe once in a thousand. Well, that was bubble, the one. Bubble there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Swansea... slide down that table now. <laughs> Swansea demolished Newcastle quite comfortably. Three uh, nil. John Joe Shelby. This is the same Newcastle that people think are going to make it into the Champions League. <laughs> I mean, inconsistent as best. It's probably the best way to describe Newcastle. Well, then you can do it in one of their players, 
Just do it in Hatim Ben Arthur. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, Stoke drew nil with Cardiff. Yeah. I'm watching it again. Watching it on Sky. Um, <laughs> um, Anything happened? C- Cammy was doing it, and he was so desperate for a goal. <laughs> Or anything to happen, probably. Just, just begging for it. No. <laughs> uh, Arsenal dispatched Hull 2 0. Nicky B on the score sheet. After two minutes as well, his first goal since 2011. They, laugh at, they laughed when they said he was playing, didn't they? They're not <laughs> laughing now. He's going he's to gonna play for uh, Barcelona or Real Madrid one day. So. <laughs> I imagine he's probably going to do a Michael Aldrup and play for both of them. <laughs> Equal levels of ability. I'm sure we'll all agree. It's the, it's the only true stage for his talents. <laughs> uh, let's move on to this weekend's games then. Um, and let's start again at the uh, Theatre of Dreams. Uh, where Man United suffered another loss. This time to Newcastle. They're a bit better this time. Uh, Young goodbye with a decent goal. To Man United's second defeat in four days. And it's Newcastle's first league victory at Old Trafford since 1972. Well, it also had to deal with midweek rumours that Robin Van Persie had handed in a transfer request. Yeah, I saw this on the internet from the Irish Mirror, which is a world-renowned, believable source. <laughs> <laughs> it's up there with the Daily Mail. Um... <laughs> Star. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, things are not quite right at Old Trafford at the minute, are they? My, my dad just... We were sat down on the sofa after Soccer Saturday and my dad just turned to me and just said, I've been waiting for this for 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all have, Tom. <laughs> I, it's, it's easy to mock Manchester United at the moment, but... It I, is, I'll, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that the end of the sentence? Probably. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, But I think Manchester Let's United... with the mocking. <laughs> Ma- Manchester United aren't all that bad. Things haven't gone terrible overnight. Um, I I think that they'll they'll come through. They've got the January transfer window to sort of help them out. I think they will spend big. Um, we know we know Moyes is a good manager. Um, he's under a bit of pressure, but yeah, they'll come through. They they, they weren't that bad against Newcastle. Um, but one thing that did stand out for me is Moyes has often talked about dealing with diving, mm. especially with Ashley Young. There were two clear dives in this match by Hernandez and Janazai. Janazai, yeah. But so, even the commentators didn't fancy mention it, though. No. They? That's an annoying no. thing. It's almost like time for Moises' principles have gone out the window. <laughs> I mean, the thing is, though, as well, I mean, is, is Moyes actually talking to his team about diving or not? Because the diving was really poor by Manchester United. I mean, it's really obvious stuff. Um, Are you suggesting that he has Ashley, class, um, Ashley Young put on a masterclass? <laughs> yeah, at the, at the end of training sessions. Yeah, I'll gather around Ashley and Anyone see what he stay behind for some extra training. You can have principles when you're winning and when you're near the top of the table. When you're struggling, I think you'll take any sort of a, a, um, decision you can get at the minute. One other thing I take from this game as well is some great last-ditch defending from Newcastle as well. I thought Colacini was immense. Um, defending set pieces and uh, Manchester United had a, a really strong attack um, but as we always, always know you know always have your man on the post and Newcastle had Anita there um, and saved a certain goal yeah Colicini is so, still unhappy in Newcastle he wants to go back doesn't he he wants to go and play for Stan uh, San Lorenzo he's been he's... unhappy for about two years hasn't he yeah still pretty good even though he's unhappy still good yeah <laughs> Imagine if he was happy. He'd be brilliant. <laughs> uh, well, Crystal Palace, the Tony Peters effect is really kicking in. 2 0 win at home to Cardiff. What's, whatever he's done to Marion Schumach. He looks like a player, doesn't he? Uh, my mate's a Palace fan. He said he's had four shots this season. He scored three of them now. <laughs> <laughs> Not bad. I, I remember in a past podcast, some of you guys poo pooed Shamak, and I said he was all right and he was doing the best he could for Crystal Palace. Um, <laughs> you were wrong then. <laughs> he's, yeah. he's, he's all right. He's not a bad player. It's, it's taking Tony Pulis to prove you're right, Colin. He listens to a man in a hat. <laughs> Is that what Wenger's been doing wrong all this time? <laughs> yeah. You've got neither the hair nor the hat to impress me. 
He has um, only scored three goals, remember, Colin? It's not like he's topping the scoring charts. I mean, Jay Rodriguez has got three. <laughs> I mean, scored four in one game. Suarez scored more than that against Norwich. <laughs> Silence. The best. No, 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 right. It was a good finish <laughs> by Mr. Shamak. Yeah. We'll give him that. And the header was a nice glance. I don't West think Ham. it was the first of 25 this season, though. Well... Yeah, you're right. Probably. <laughs> I want to go to um, Anfield and talk about the uh, amount of own goals that were scored there yesterday. Ooh. One from Guy Hamill, <laughs> one from Martin Skirtle, one from O'Brien. <laughs> what is going on? I think the best thing about that game was the um, James Collins' um, attempt to clear it off the line for the Sacco goal. Uh, the most acrobatic overhead kick and he's just Guffed it into his own crossbar and it still goes in. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of what you expect from James Collins, isn't it? James Collins and an overhead kick combined. It's not a winning formula. Uh, another good win, though, for Liverpool. Suarez is a class act, isn't he? He's, he's a football assassin <laughs> at the moment. He's, he's the best player by a mile, I think, in the Premier League right now. By a mile? Aguero I think so. would drive for that. You met Sergio Aguero. <laughs> yeah, he's having a good season as well. Has he got as many goals as Suarez? I'm not. I'm just. I'm not disputing the best player. I'm disputing the by a mile. I think to be. I think those two are the best two players by a mile. Suarez has got 14. Aguero's got 12. Well, I mean, I'd, I'd put Aaron Ramsey in there as well. For what he's been doing so far this season. All just good players. I can't argue. <laughs> <laughs> they are all very good footballers. Well, no, no, Ross. We demand to rank them and, all <laughs> and argue over how quite how good they are. I'm gonna mix it up then. Ramsey's number one then. Well, it keeps a it's a good win for Liverpool with, uh, with uh, Arsenal's draw today. Keeps them five points behind. Liverpool have had a yeah, they've had a good week. Very good because of everyone else. With United losing, um, City getting a point. City getting a point as well, yeah. Mm. And, and the Chelsea result. Yeah, let's talk about that. Losing to Stoke. Well, no, Jose Mourinho doesn't want to talk about it, so <laughs> I don't think we're allowed to. What was it you that tweeted that he he's kind of is he doing this stuff on purpose? Wants to leave already? I yeah. Is is the possibility that he already wants out? Does he want a Man United job? I think he always wants that Man United job. Mm. And maybe he senses a little bit of... Uh, he, he senses that Moyes is vulnerable. Yeah. And, and he thinks it's, that they're not going to take... They need that sort of Champions League money. I'm not saying that it'll happen straight away right now. But... If they miss out, maybe they can afford to miss out once. Mm. But they're going to want to sort of, they're want, going to want to try and guarantee results the next time. Well, yeah, just to pay their um, their uh, interest every season is around fifty million, isn't it? Which is, uh, I don't, it just seems it's bizarre, but behaviour from Jose. It's not the first time we've seen it. Let's be honest. <laughs> but no. at least he isn't poking on in the eye yet. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Hughes is fearing for his safety. Stoke did play well, though. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I don't think Chelsea helped themselves. I don't want to give too much credit to Mark Hughes. But... I mean, I think I think um, one of my pet hates is always defenders turning their back when shots come in. And, and I think uh, Cahill was at fault for the, the third Stoke goal. Um, mm. he, he should have been there helping Ivanovic out for the um Aside Asaidi goal, but yeah. he didn't. Again, he just sort of didn't really do much, you know. Just sort of turned his back, and I was like, oh, you know, it really frustrates me. Even I don't think Petr Cech covered himself in any glory either. I think he was faffing around for the Peter Crouch goal. He's is he coming few... out? Is he not? Yeah, I don't think Petr Cech's been at his best for about three seasons now. No, mm. I think he's got. Um... He's got Courtois on his mind. Yeah, he knows his time's come. Isn't it? <laughs> this is it for him, I think, this season. 
<clears throat> uh, well, Saints got a one-all draw at home to Man City. Aguero opened the scoring, but uh, Danny Osvaldo got an equaliser. It's quite a good strike as well. Two in a week as well. Yeah, starting to pay back some of that £15 million. But well, he still wants to leave, though. <laughs> this is quite an entertaining game. Two good teams, two good passing teams. Well, you want good passing teams and an entertaining game, Ross. <laughs> That's all I want. I'll give you, I, I give you today's game. <laughs> Fulham Villa. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about that one first. Like a dagger into the heart of Martin Yole. Full of turn <laughs> up as soon as he disappears. 2-0 win. Uh, I believe one of the most incompetent displays by a right back seen in the Premiership. <laughs> Name is Shane. Oh, that Bakuna was dreadful, wasn't he? <laughs> Everything bad that Villa did usually came from him. <laughs> is he a right back? Isn't he a midfielder though? Isn't he? He's, I'm not sure if he's a footballer. <laughs> what I saw today. If he is a right back and he wears number seven, that's a disgrace. Well, no, the thing, one of the things that really made me angry about him is that every time he got the ball, he gave it away. If he's a midfielder, surely he should be good at passing. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he was just trying to fit into the defender's role of not being good on the ball, but then he, he can actually defend either. He'd gone method. <laughs> <laughs> they got Lowton on the bench, though, an actual right-back. Unless he's carrying an injury, I'm not aware of, which I wouldn't be aware of, to be honest. It's Villa, but... I was going to say, are you privy to... <laughs> no. I don't care about Villa. You're... Imagine being a Villa fan. Come on. You p- big on the big on the Midland scene, are you? Know? <laughs> Alex McLeish. He's <laughs> <laughs> my hero. If I was a Villa fan, I'd be pulling my hair out. I'd lose to Fulham. Well, I, I don't know what's going on there. They can be they've good. Been, it... They've been inconsistent be all the season, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah. They are 10th. I think that's the epitome of an inconsistent team, isn't it? Right in the mid-table, 19 points for 15 games with a minus two goal difference. <clears throat> Good win for Fulham, though. Keeps them in that pack of four or five teams that are all fighting for the 17th place, really. It well, seems. They need to start picking them up, especially if if Tony Pulis is going to get pa- Palace. I want to say playing, but that's not... <laughs> You know what I mean. But... Pulising. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you see him have a dig at Gary, ne- uh, Gary Lineker on Match of the Day last week as well? Yeah, well... It's a brand of football. What's he achieved in that? <laughs> Only weirdos remember people who get to cup finals and don't win them. <laughs> but, you know... Everyone knows that strange person who can tell you the cup, the 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 winner and the team in the cup final from every year, don't they? <laughs> Only they know that Stoke once went to the FA Cup final. Yeah. I don't even know who was last year's cup final. I can't even remember. Pardon? Who won last year's cup final? Wigan. 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 You can't even remember the winners. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what chance has Teddy Pugh? <laughs> And that, ladies and gentlemen, is why I host a football podcast. <laughs> well, one interesting point to note, guys, is that I know that um, possibly about up to about two, three weeks ago, the bookies were offering much shorter odds on Palace to finish bottom than Sunderland. And I thought that was crazy because I actually think Palace have got a little bit of something about them. They're not the greatest team, but they've got something about them. Sunderland, I think, are dead in the water. I think they're finished. Um and now there's five points difference between the two. I'm sure the odds must have changed now. Uh, yeah, Sunderland have got eight points from 15 games. That's they, terrible. That is. <laughs> you've got to be in double figures by December if you've got any chance of staying up. I think six of them came against Newcastle and Manchester City who are near the top as well. Yeah. <laughs> they must have lost to everyone else's rubbish as well. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk they've, about got, the they've got a big couple of games coming up as well away to West Ham and home to Norwich oh, massive. Just, just quickly just note what we haven't, haven't mentioned we're talking about Fulham is that while this week it was a good week for um, for Liverpool another person who's had a fantastic four or, four or so days is um, Villas-Boas 
because yeah. he was in trouble. No, I've skipped Driver the Sunderland uh, Tottenham game. <laughs> yeah, well, both of them. We didn't mention either of them. Boring. But there was <laughs> two come from behind wins. Yeah. A John O'Shea own goal with the winner for Tottenham today. <laughs> Uh, this weekend, Watching Tottenham is like pulling teeth at the moment. <laughs> Rubbish, it was. Did you get subjected to this at your girlfriend's house? Group? Yes, I did, and it was <laughs> terrible. I ended, up, I ended up finding a stream for the Borussia Dortmund game. <laughs> I was like, "This is football." <laughs> They're having shots and all sorts. Sometimes but that was just, that was just dirty, Greg. There was just sendings off, and yeah. <laughs> Sunderland have lost seven points from winning positions this season. You say about them having shots, Greg, but they're having plenty of shots. That's not their problem. They have to, they're they're nearer the centre circle than the goal. They have have either the highest or the second highest number of shots in the league. It's just they're not doing anything with them. Yeah. (laughs) Is Soldado a bust? Is it too early to say still? But... I think it's too early to say with that whole Tottenham team. Yeah. Um, well, it was dropped only this weekend. For I honestly couldn't tell you what if he had all his. He, I don't think he's ever had all his players available, so I couldn't even tell you what would be his his first choice team. So that obviously makes it a lot a lot harder for him. Mm. If um, but, well, to be fair, if the foe is keeps on only being capable of hitting the woodwork. Then you probably have to give Soldado another chance. Well, because the when, the is, when his only strength is supposed to be his finishing, and he's <laughs> finishing that's you, it tells you all you need to know, doesn't it? Well, Defoe is going to the States, isn't he? When, when does that become activated? Is he? There's rumours. Yeah, he signed, he signed a contract. Yeah, with, so, uh, I don't think he's signed one yet. You're breaking news, Colin. Is, are you his agent? Because <laughs> <laughs> if you are, it sounds like you're breaking laws as well. <laughs> Let me check. Have <laughs> oh, you got an important fax coming through? Yeah. <laughs> Has Colin misread an email? <laughs> <laughs> Jermaine Defoe, transfer specials. He's one to three to sign for any MLS club. Four to one to sign for West Ham. And QPR twenty five to one. Yeah, there was rumours he signed a contract with Toronto, wasn't there? But yeah, I like the fact that just one may as well link him with his old boss Harry Redknapp. Yeah, and his old West Ham. Redknapp doesn't like signing players he used to have before. (laughs) No, Nick Crenshaw, I'd say that. Well, let's talk about um, today's Super Sunday game. The other one wasn't it super. It's actually a good game of football on Sunday for a change. Ah, oh, come on. The last couple of weeks has been good. There's been loads of goals. Yeah, this is probably the best of them, though, to be honest. It's just two very good footballing teams. Ozil opened the scoring in the 80th minute for Arsenal and uh, Delefeu with the equaliser in the 84th minute. That yeah, it was been very pleasant it, viewing. It was very pleasant viewing indeed, yeah. Um, only lost once this season so far. Um think we've played everyone decent now as well. Off the top um, of my head. Beaten yeah, Chelsea, have. lost to Man City, beaten Man United, drawn with Arsenal. Um, it's not bad, is it? Yeah. <laughs> not really but, missing David Moyes, to be honest. No, I'm just, I'm a bit worried that Martinez might end up being the next Man United manager at this rate. And it might be sooner than anyone expected. It's a swap deal. No, not a swap. <laughs> I'm not sure people... After this, I'm not sure we take him back. They'll give you Phil Neville back. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you speak to John Hartson, he thinks he's already there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, it was... Like you said, it was great football. In the first 40 minutes, we we were absolutely dominating the play. Um, the, the disappointment was that, obviously... All that you can have all the passing stats you want, but they don't win you football matches. Goals do, mm. and after all that, we weren't able to create a shot on target. Um, I think some of that came a little bit through Lukaku, as as brilliant as he is. I think if I was to say that his one his one flaw was that if he's going to be the person, sometimes providing the final ball, 
it could be poor. Yeah, he's better off on the end of them, isn't he? He is, but the problem, the problem, sometimes it's his lung busting run that will create the the break, and then you just need him to be squaring it mm. to to tee someone up, and he he can't do it. <laughs> no, it's not really his game. It isn't his game, unfortunately. So that's a little bit frustrating. Um, but I heard from a few other Everton fans that they were worried earlier in the season that the There'd be a lot of possession, but nothing, there would be nothing coming from it. There'd be a lot of sideways passes. But just just, just scoring a few goals. Yeah, we're, we're, and more importantly, we're winning a, a few few games. Mm. Like, and there was also people coming out saying that we couldn't, we wouldn't be able to win games because Roberto Martinez can't defend. Well, yeah. you look at our defensive record, it's outstanding. Yeah, 14 goals against, which is the second best in the division. After Arsenal, who are top of the table. Yeah, cause that, well, that's, that's exactly it. And that, that Arsenal team's been rampant and tearing teams apart. And so we only conceded one goal. Um, I just thought it was, a, all in all, it was a, a, a brilliant display. I, I, I think it's a strange one because, because it's one of those ones where I would have been, if we'd lost that game, I'd still have been happy with the way we played. Yeah, if you if you're looking at Everton of a year ago or or any any Everton under under Moyes, we we weren't playing like that against these teams. He he's just he's naturally a, a defensive minded manager. He'd rather not lose a game mm. than try and win it. And when you're looking at a player Martinez bringing on players like Delafeu to try and win the game, you can that there tells you the two biggest differences between the managers, I think. Yeah, that wouldn't have happened under uh, Moyes at all. Definitely not. Someone like Osman on just to shore up the midfield a bit or something like that. I, I'm also really, really happy with, obviously, the last three games, there's been no Leighton Baines with his broken toe. Mm. And again, you can see how how much the team has changed because last season it was all about Leighton Baines. Yeah. It, the team uh, it's not often you see a team play through their left back but that's what we were doing <laughs> is um, that Oviedo filling in he is yeah he's not yeah, even a left week. back not even a left back no but he's doing and, he, and he played job. for Costa Rica <laughs> another reason why we're going out <laughs> well we've seen the goals he can score I think I don't think Vengo will be disappointed with a point from that match and I think this is the difference for me this year about Everton is that Previously, you wouldn't have been too concerned about having a home match against Everton. But I think now, when Everton come to town, I think it's changed a little bit now, and I think you'd be quite happy to take a draw. I, so, I, I slightly disagree with you, Colin, just because of the, only because of the way the results went this weekend. I think that because of that, it was a, it was a huge opportunity for them. Yeah, they could have gone seven points clear, couldn't they? But I, I do. I still, I still take your point. I don't think he'll be too disappointed, but I think there'll be a tinge of disappointment just because of what he, the what he could have achieved because of everyone else dropping points. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, that's all the Premier League games done. Just about us. I think that I was surprised he didn't get Walcott on earlier, and I, I just, I have this feeling that. He's going to have a lot of difficult decisions with his personnel, but I think Walcott could could be the the final the final piece that really makes that team explode because I think that he has the ability to give to give them um, to push defenses back. He can push defenses back mm. because they can't keep a high line against him because they'd be terrorised, yeah. and that can give the space to. To Urzel. so it's going to be teams are going to have to decide whether they want to to press or drop deep, and they can't do both. <laughs> no, Walker always has goals and assists in in him as well, Adam. You don't have to tell me that, Colin. <laughs> Just look at the subs Arsenal made today: taking off Ramsey, bringing on Flamini, taking off Wilshere, bringing on Rosicky, taking off Carzola, bringing on Walker. Not bad, is it? Did it, until the Flamini incident midweek? Did anyone else know about the sleeve rule at Arsenal? No, oh, the captain just, chooses. Was that just my ignorance, or is just, is that not a well-known I thing? I have no idea. The what? <laughs> the, the, the captain. strangest thing in football. Yeah, the captain of the team chooses um, long sleeve or short sleeves. I've heard this before, uh, when Henri was captain. 
But I've never noticed as well. I've never noticed that all of the players wore. I've never even noticed that they all wore the same. Because obviously in other clubs, it's just most yeah. players. It's personal Whatever. preference. <laughs> yeah. I never realised that they all wore the same. And uh, yeah, apparently it's d- dictated by the captain. Mm. I can understand that be about Henri though, because I went on. Um, I went on the Emirates Stadium tour with my, with my brother, yeah. and um, they do the bit where they obviously they take you in the locker room. And they said, oh, Arsenal tradition has been that um, the players sit in, the dressing room is sort of like in a in a U, mm. the benches, and the the pegs were all, and all the shirts were lined up, and they were like, oh, can you notice anything? And they were all in sort of like a rough formation sort of order. <laughs> so the goalkeeper, then the defenders, then the midfielders, then the strikers. Um, until Henri was made captain, and he decided he didn't like that. <laughs> So now the new tradition is that the captain sits in the middle. <laughs> Centre of attention. Yeah, and then everyone else is in formation order. <laughs> so Henri makes whatever he likes, apparently. <laughs> Just does what he wants, I guess. All right, that's Premier League rounded up. Um, Colin, do you want to mention what happened with the Leeds game? It's quite entertaining. Yeah, very briefly, uh, cracking match. Uh, Leeds 3 Watford three, um, better than the six one last season, wasn't it? It, it was just crazy. I mean, it was an important game as well for Gianfranco Zola because I, I don't think it's too far away from the brink. But Watford went two 0 up. Um, Leeds came back uh, to make it two uh, two in the space of eleven minutes in the second half. Then got the third, so it was three um, two, and Watford managed to get their third goal to to make it a draw and to be honest they could have won it in the dying minutes as well they could have made it 4-3 but uh, I think it was a Troy Deeney miss yeah for his hat trick as well in in terms of entertainment forget the result it was just a great match it was just a great match of football Um, a point apiece not too sad for for both teams really no I do Um, I watched the Derby Blackpool game that was hilarious Blackboard. Shambles. They're just a, a real knack of self-imploding. <laughs> five red cards in two games? Yeah, five red cards in as many days. <laughs> it's just impressive going. And they, the first one was, uh, you know, you know, he couldn't do much else. You know, he went for the ball, but yeah. brought him down. You can't really have a go at a player for that. It's a mistake, Bar. But the second one, he's just been booked for a bit of a, a silly tackle, and then he lunges in from behind. Yeah, he's only been on the pitch. When you're already down minutes. to ten, yeah. <laughs> then obviously they had two sent off for um, a second book of offences. Where and Ricardo Fuller sent off for headbutting someone in injury time on Tuesday night. Yeah. <laughs> and it, Jack Robin, Robinson hasn't been sent off for a while either, so you think he's due one soon? He did yeah. give her a penalty. Yeah. Oh, there we go. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. only got two yellow cards this season. That's two for yellow for Angel Martinez as well. So they're having some sort of competition. He's or they're being paid £70,000. Yeah. <laughs> We've got like five minutes before we need to move on if you want to talk about the uh, the match-fixing scandal that's rocked the English football world this week. Greg, Tom? Well, three more people have just been arrested, but... Just they haven't been arrested because they have no idea or, where Sam or, Dodgy or is. Or they're in custody. Are they all, I'm not, this is not a racist thing, but are they all Nigerians? And most of them are maybe, of African descent. Yeah. Maybe not put that bit in the podcast. Gonna, <laughs> your bit wasn't racist, Russ, but from then on. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't racist, that was just a point. I'm not, it's like Tom Sajay was filmed by the Sun on Sunday describing how he punched an opponent in a League One game to get a red card in exchange for £70,000. Yeah. He said well, he I arranged say, for a player to be paid 30000 for getting a yellow card in the Championship match. Apparently that Montano uh, for Oldham was going to be paid £30,000 to get a yellow card and then couldn't even get a yellow card. So <laughs> <it> <laughs> how can not... you not, I don't know, just boot the ball away, just push someone over or something? Yeah. That's cr- it's pretty easy. <laughs> <laughs> Does it specifically have to be yellow or just a card? Uh, yellow. I think it has to be a yellow. But... Yeah, well, that's for a yellow card. Yeah, but just yeah. just keep fouling people. Just... 
the tossing up process alone will get you a yellow card eventually. Kicking the ball away, but make a really big deal about just kick it the whole length of the pitch. <laughs> just, just to make sure, just to make sure you get booked, surely. Yeah, take it out, boot it out of the stadium. But, the, so but yeah, I did. I did say a couple, a few weeks ago that about Pompey and how I just had a feeling they'd be involved at some point in this scandal, and I was proved right. I remember you, I think it was you or Greg said on the podcast last season that when he punched someone, it was, it was like a ludicrous decision because there was no reason for it in the game. Yeah, he just walked up to him and punched him. Yeah. And then the, looked over and saw the referee didn't see he did it again. <laughs> Determined just, to get out of 70 grand. Yeah. <sighs> see, my problem would be, I've never really been in a fight, fight in my life, so I'd still be too worried. For 70 grand, I'd still be worried it might hurt too much. <laughs> You want at least six figures. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Pompey have released a, uh, a statement saying they're shocked and saddened by the claims. Uh, these, these are, If these serious allegations are true, then we are extremely shocked and saddened by them, as match-fixing of any type goes to the heart of the integrity of the game. Uh, the player in question no longer plays for the club, and we have not been contacted by the authorities, but, of course, we would cooperate fully with any inquiry. I mean... Poor guy Whittingham, if he didn't have enough on his plate last year, it turns out that his players were being paid to punch people. <laughs> in the middle of like a 30-game winless streak. Yeah. To, be, to be fair, at least, these, at least these guys were actually paying them. <laughs> Tom, didn't you say Sodjay's uh, since disappeared? Yeah, no one knows where he is. <laughs> so there is about 30 of thirty of the Sodjays in English football. So Yeah, they all one play across the lower leagues. One of them will be they? around. <laughs> I think he's the one that played for Leeds, Colin, as well. Sam Sodje. Yeah, he did. He played a handful of games. I think it was eight games for for Leeds under Simon Grayson. Yeah, he was okay actually. He wasn't too bad. I think he destroyed his kneecap in the game against Millwall. Good, right? <laughs> Millwall maybe caused some permanent it? damage. <laughs> maybe that's why he needed the money. Personally, I don't think it's a massive surprise that there's match-fixing involved. It's been in football for years. It's just perhaps taken a little bit of time to come to the English game. I mean, I'll be honest with you. Has anybody watched any Scottish League 2? Probably haven't. (laughs) But (laughs) there is no chance. Even even the bookies don't even know what's going to happen. So they normally give the same odds for home and away teams. Uh, And the draw. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So that they don't lose out. I mean, it's... You know, you have to hope that it's just in, they're just incompetent players. But um, having, having watched a couple of uh, League Two Scottish games, it's anything's possible. <laughs> wasn't wasn't there a story that there was a, a like a conference game or a non-league game or something like that that had more money staked on it than a than a Premier League game or a Champions League? Game Champions or League. It was Billy Ricky, wasn't it? It's yeah. Billy Ricky Town in Essex. Yeah, yeah. Um, not a million miles away from where I live. Yeah. More money was taken on that than than the Champions League match. Well, which I Colin, think if, it might have included Barcelona. <laughs> Colin, if you get any um, sort of or, you know inside tips, <laughs> let us and our listeners know. If I get called up for Billy Ricky Town, you know there's something up. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm betting on a red card. I can tell you that. <laughs> All right, let's move on then to uh, betting corner. Uh, we had a couple of wins last week. Um, James won, even though he wasn't here to place the bet, and he's not here to claim his bet. So maybe that shouldn't count. It's void, maybe that's a new rule. Do you think he's forfeited it? Have like you not lost three? You've got to claim your winning. <laughs> Otherwise, it's just a ticket that just goes to waste. All right, then. He's forfeited that bet. So James is now on minus 47, rather than being on uh, his uh, plus 21, it would have been, with his win. <clears throat> so, Colin, you won, didn't you? Yes, uh, a massive £9 return for me on my Scottish bet. Two wins for Rangers and a win for Celtic. Yeah, um, I had a win. I had Arsenal, City, Spurs and Chelsea midweek. They all won. That returned me £50. Uh, Tom, your bet that Greg put on for you didn't come in, sadly. Uh, Saints didn't manage to win by three or more. I'm quite happy with that. <laughs> and uh, Brighton let you down, Greg? Yeah. Your trouble with Spurs and Port Vale and Newcastle losing to Swansea cost you £44, Adam. Oh. Uh, so, on to this week's uh, bets. Colin, you're top of the table with plus 15 now. Only one in plus figures. What have you got for us? Okay, I've gone for a treble this week. Um, keeping it nice and simple. 
I've gone for Chelsea to beat Crystal Palace in the Premier League. I've gone for Celtic to beat Hibs in the Scottish Premiership. And Rangers to beat Stenhouse Muir in the uh, Scottish League One. Ten pounds returns. Wait for it. Sixteen pounds and sixty-four <laughs> pence. Thank you very much. Uh, so even with James forfeit in his bet, he's still in second place. What an absolute shambles the rest of us are. Um, so his bet this week is just going to be for West Ham to win um, this weekend, and ten pound returns nineteen pound. Um, I'm in third. I've gone for Chelsea, Everton and Leeds wins this weekend. Uh, £10 returns £35. Uh, Greg, you're next on minus 80. What you got? I've gone for um, QPR to beat Blackpool away from home, Peter to beat Gillingham away from home, and Burton to win at home against York, and £10 returns £78.93. Excellent. Thank you very much. Uh, Tom, what about you? I only woke up about a minute before we started recording, so <laughs> professional just, to the end. It was just yeah, it was just a one-off bet, and the first thing I could find is Champions League odds. So I just gone for Ajax to win away at AC Milan because AC. I think the only teams the only team AC Milan have beaten so far in Champions League has been Celtic twice, <laughs> and Ajax on a good run. They just beat Barcelona, so you never know. Some good odds for this. Ten pound returns fifty-five pounds. Yeah, that's pretty decent. And Adam, what have you got? I've gone for Juventus to beat Galatasaray. Yes. Uh, Bayern Munich to beat Manchester City. Uh, Dortmund to win away in Marseille. And then at the weekend, Barcelona to beat Villarreal. And Sunderland to beat West Ham. Whoa. And my £10 returns £213.20. Oh, yeah. That's a biggie. (laughs) Excellent. Thank you very much. Uh, it's, it's ballers time. It's back. Football's biggest conversation welcomes football's biggest quiz. It's ballers. Successfully answering questions in the rapid fire round allows a man of the post team to accumulate points to be used in the super showdown. In the Super Showdown, the Man on the Post members must work as a team in order to win. You say quiz, I say ballers. It's showtime. Let's play ballers. We've had a week off, but now we're fully refreshed and we see the return of ballers. As always, guys, it's two rounds. Uh, First round is a rapid fire round of three minutes of questions to each of you. And then the second round, the Super Showdown round, which is uh, a little bit sexy, a little bit different this time round, uh, which Ross will be uh, introducing to you. Uh, you have to work as a team. So, without further ado, we're going to go uh, through the questions in the first round alphabetically. So we're going to go Adam, Greg, then Tom. So, Adam, uh, the three minutes will start as soon as I've asked the first question. Ross, do we have three minutes on the stopwatch? They're on the stopwatch. And you will get one point per correct answer. Nice and simple. Traditional. Okay, then. So, if you're ready, Adam, let's play ballers. Adam, name four of the members of the FA Commission, which has been set up to improve the England team's fortunes. Danny Mills. Yep. Glenn Hoddle. Yep. Um... Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> I, um, Roy Hodgson. Yep. And he doesn't like drug tests. Rio Ferdinand. <laughs> Correct. Greg, <clears throat> who is the manager of LA Galaxy? Um, Alexi Lalas. No, it's Bruce Arena. Oh. Tom. France secured their place in the World Cup with a 3-0 win against Ukraine. But who is the manager of France? Oh, God. Um, I don't know. Player. Is, it, is it still Blanc. Laurent Blanc? No, it's Didier Deschamps. Adam, Zlatan is a sore loser. True or false? <laughs> false. He never loses. <laughs> it's true. He is a sore loser. Um, Greg... Which England manager has or had the highest win percentage ratio? Fabio Capelli. 
Correct. Tom, recently appointed Middlesbrough manager, Aitor Karanka, was formerly the assistant to which current Premier League manager? Oh, I know this. <laughs> but I don't. It was a me. manager at Real Madrid. He's pretty special. Oh, okay, Mourinho. <laughs> Correct. Adam, Jose Mourinho is sporting a new hairstyle recently, but who cut his hair? David Beckham. <laughs> no, Jose cut his own hair. He borrowed uh, Fernando Torres's clippers. Greg, which member of Wimbledon's crazy gang recently revealed that he is undergoing treatment for skin cancer? Billy Jones. Correct. Tom, Nicholas Bentner recently kicked the door of his local gym. What else did he kick earlier in the season? The team coach or a ball boy? Um, a, a, both. I don't know. A ball boy. It was a ball boy. It was his first shot on target in a Capital One game against West Brom. Adam, Burton Albion can't afford to pay 50-year-old goalkeeper Kevin Poole in cash, so they pay him in chocolate hobnobs. True. <laughs> False. False. <laughs> true. No, it's not. It is true. Greg, York City have launched their own range of pub-branded tortilla chips. Is that true or false? True. It is true. Tom, how much did it cost Dave Whelan to dismiss Owen Coyle at Wigan? Was it a million pounds or half a million pounds? Or 14 hobnobs. (laughs) One million. It was half a million pounds. Ah. Oh, you can get that one more question in, Colin. Get one more in here. Adam, it's to you. What is the name of the FIFA 2014 World Cup ball? Um, this is awkward because I follow it on Twitter. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's some weird name. Like the Mizuka or something like that. Close. I'm going to go, yeah. I'm going to go with that then. Mizuka. <laughs> it's the Brazuka. Ah, oh. oh, come on. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I mean, just on the uh, Kevin Poole story um, at Albion, he's actually the goalkeeping coach. Uh, in order to save money, they've actually put him on the bench as their reserve goalkeeper. Um, so he's already on the uh, on the register of cash, if you like, already. But um, in order to keep him as a player, they do indeed pay him in chocolate hobnobs. <laughs> I'm just reading the story now. <laughs> Um, one of the sentences in the article is however it's not the love of the game that persuaded Paul to carry on his career it's the love of chocolate covered biscuits interestingly as well uh, I did mention that York City have their own brand of chips Uh, the manager Nigel Worthington said of them I've tried Minster Men Munchies and it's a really good product it's a fun snack so there you go I can't imagine Nigel Worthington saying that. <laughs> uh, well, you got six correct answers. So not too bad. You got about 50-50, I think. <clears throat> right, so the Super Showdown then. It's a little different this week. So you have six lives. And between you, I want you to answer. Uh, or give me the correct uh, team to these following questions. Uh, you've... The first question, actually I'll tell you what I'm going to do, I'm going to give you 30 seconds per question, because there's three questions. Okay, so which of the following teams has the highest average pass succession rate this season? Is it Bayern Munich, Barcelona, PSG, Swansea or Man City? And we've got six lives. Uh, Yeah, so you can kind of... uh, Work That's through. Overall. You've got three, yeah, six lives to work through from three different questions. What are the teams? Bayern, Barca, PSG, Swansea, or Man City. Uh, <laughs> so it's your highest <laughs> average pass success rate this season. Swansea haven't been very good this year, but they do a lot of sideways passing. <laughs> And Messi's been injured for a bit, so it might not be Barca. Barcelona have been more direct under Tata Martina as well. And PSG, oh, yeah, 
That's Can't 30 seconds for the first yeah. question. Um, okay, Andy. then. Bayern? Final answer? I would have said Man City. What, what, did, what did Greg go for? I don't mind. <laughs> that doesn't help. You've got to pick one. Um, let's go for... I was thinking Man City. I had a good feeling about Man City. Is that two Man Cities to one Bayern? Go for it. Not really a team decision. <laughs> <laughs> Greg, I don't really feel like Greg's heart was in it. Uh, well, Man City is incorrect. That's one I meant Bayern. I meant... <laughs> I think that's incorrect as well, hopefully. Adam, do you want to, do you want to go with Bayern? Let's go with Bayern then. Bayern is correct. Uh, so that's the first question done. If we lose one life on each question, that's fine. <laughs> you have uh, five lives for two remaining questions. Uh, second question. Which of the following teams has averaged the most shots per game this season? Real Madrid, Borussia Dortmund, Juventus, Tottenham or Bayern Munich? Tottenham. <laughs> that was very quick. Yeah. <laughs> Do you two agree? Yeah. <laughs> Tom agreed. I well, I'm outnumbered anyway. So. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Well, you've only had 15 seconds, but I confirm Tottenham is wrong. Uh, so that's remaining. That's all. I don't reckon it's Juve. Can we have Dortmund. the teams again? Sorry, I was be. just sitting. I was sitting there waiting for you to say Tottenham. <laughs> I, I wasn't really listening. <laughs> uh, you got Bayern Munich, Juventus, Borussia Dortmund, or Real Madrid. I reckon it's one of the German ones. Oh, oh, Real Madrid. They've got players like Ronaldo who shoot all the time. And Bale. That's my logic. And Bale. <laughs> so I reckon Real Madrid. Let's go Real Madrid. Yeah. Yeah. Real Madrid is right. Four lives before the final question. And the final question is this. Which of these teams has the longest running uh, win, uh, whatever the word is, consecutive wins? Streak. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> uh, Olympiakos, Bayern Munich, Juventus, Mets, or Borussia Mönchengladbach? I was hoping you were going to say Rangers. <laughs> is it just in the league Ross yes just league games I think is all, all the answers are from a certain website which I'll tell you after Olympiacos have won a, a lot yeah Mets so... is a bit of a curveball isn't it <laughs> why would you, you include Mets if it wasn't right it wasn't the answer <laughs> yeah that's my yeah thing. but so they did that with Swansea <laughs> oh they I know Swansea are renowned for but they weren't the same season. they weren't the same calibre of the other teams there is no reason for Mets to be amongst those group of teams. That's 30 you seconds. And I don't... Yeah. Let's go Mets. <laughs> You're going for Mets. I, Mets. I, think, I think it's Bayern. We've got two calls for Mets, so I'll take that first. Uh, Mets is incorrect. They currently have a seven-game seven <laughs> winning streak. For this very reason. For this very, <laughs> it's called a double bluff. <laughs> they currently have a seven-game winning streak. It's Bayern Munich. Yeah, Bayern Munich is incorrect. They also it's got to be Olympiak. It's got to be Olympiakos. <laughs> got to be. They win every week. That Mitroglu scores about eight goals every game. He plays. <laughs> You've got oh, two lives that... left. Is it winning, not undefeated? Uh, longest winning streak. Uh, sorry, right, Olympiakos, yeah, you Olympiakos. Or to choose from. Let's go Olympiakos. You've got it with two lives left. It is Olympiakos. They've got a nine-game winning streak. <laughs> Gladbach have got six and Juve have got seven. Uh, all the stats I've got there are off of whoscored.com so you can check them out for yourselves. Colin, they win again. Another win for the team. Congratulations, team. Needs to make these questions harder. Yes, we'll make them a little bit tougher from now on. As always, we're going to change the format of ballers. Uh, Ross has mentioned this in previous podcasts. So it's going to be fortnightly now. Uh, so we'll have a break next week. Um, but uh, ballers will return in two weeks' time. Okay, so that concludes ballers. Congratulations again to the team. Join us, same place, same podcast, same time, in a fortnight.
You say it's going to be fortnightly, but I imagine that there's probably going to be one of those online petitions, Colin. (laughs) Because people are doing those for all sorts of things nowadays. Hashtag pray for ballers. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so with uh, the team's win in ballers, that brings an end to this week's podcast. Uh, If you're downloading this podcast from iTunes, head over to uh, what goes to our page and rate and review us. Give us five stars, please. Uh, the more rates and reviews we get, the higher up the charts we go. We're kind of stuck around the 50 of mark most weeks now, so we need to get it a little bit higher. Uh, I want to thank the guys from footballfamily.com. If you head over there, um, you can listen to our podcast on there and check out all their really good articles. Their tips to us each week. I don't know how successful they are, but you never know. Give them a try. Uh, Colin, how's the Scott Exchange getting on? It's been a little bit inactive recently. Um, it's still in profit. Uh, yeah. Only by a little bit, but um, profit's profit. the project yeah, the project continues. Um, <laughs> so I'll keep you updated with uh, any developments. Uh, so yeah, that brings down to the podcast. All that's left for me to say is goodbye. Uh, goodbye from Colin. Goodbye, and just one quick thing from me, guys. If anybody wants to give their thoughts on England's World Cup draw or anything World Cup draw related, uh, feel free to email us. You can get hold of me at Colin at manonthepost.com feel free to drop me an email and we'll put your words into an article and get that up on the uh, Man on the Post site excellent uh, it's goodbye from Greg see you later goodbye from Tom goodbye goodbye from Adam bye and a goodbye from me and always remember have your Man on the Post bye